0: It's one o'clock, I'm Vicky Wong. The headlines, cash-strapped property giant China Evergrande reportedly avoids default by making a crucial offshore US dollar interest payment. The Hollywood actor Alec Baldwin accidentally shoots dead the cinematographer and wounds the director on the set of his new film, Rust. And police commissioner Raymond Sewell pays tribute to officers who have died in the line of duty. The state-backed Security Times newspaper says cash-strapped property giant China Evergrande has made a key offshore US dollar interest payment ahead of a weekend deadline. The payment had initially been due on September the 23rd, and not paying it before the end of a 30-day grace period would have sent the bonds into default. Robert Kemp has more.
1: Citing relevant channels, the Securities Times said the embattled developer had wired the 83.5 million U.S. dollar payment and that bondholders would receive the payout before tomorrow, the end of the grace period. The Australian dollar, seen by the market as a proxy for the Chinese economy because of strong commodity trade links, rose 0.2% when the report appeared. Yesterday, shares of Evergrande resumed trading in Hong Kong, closing down over 12%. The developer has liabilities of over 300 billion US dollars Beijing has said any fallout from the Evergrande crisis can be contained.
0: Police say the Hollywood actor Alec Baldwin has accidentally shot dead the cinematographer and wounded the director on the new set of his film. The cinematographer was airlifted to hospital but died from her injuries. The incident happened during the filming of a scene for the movie Rust near Santa Fe in New Mexico. The BBC's Charlotte Gallagher has more. Police say the Hollywood actor Alec Baldwin, people might have seen him in things like 30 Rock, fired a prop gun during filming of a scene and two people were shot. The director of photography, Helena Hutchins, who's 42. She's died from her injuries. The director, Joel Souza, who's 48. He's been badly wounded and he's in hospital. At the moment, it looks like a terrible accident. Baldwin was starring and producing in this film and he was starring as a famous outlaw whose grandson is convicted of an accidental murder and Baldwin travels to break him out of prison. Police Commissioner Raymond Seo has paid tribute to officers who have died in the line of duty. Speaking at a Force Remembrance Day ceremony this morning, Mr. Seo said that members of the force face a number of dangers in the course of their duties. He paid special tribute to Senior Inspector Lam Yun Yi, an officer who died following a speedboat collision during an anti-smuggling operation.
1: We were deeply saddened by her passing, yet her memory will live on in every member of the force and of the public for her unwavering commitment to her duties and her exploit of giving her life for our city's law and order. As with all other Foreign Officers, Miss Lamb has gone on to glory.
0: A government advisor on COVID-19 vaccination says preliminary trial results show mixing the use of Sinovac and BioNTech vaccines is effective and safe. Professor Ivan Hong of the University of Hong Kong says researchers are now studying the effect of giving the BioNTech vaccine as booster shots to people who've been double jabbed. Here's Professor Hung.
1: What we have done is that we have tried patient, uh, subjects to uh, receive a mixed vaccine, meaning that they have received the first dose of BioNTech followed by Sinovac or the reverse Sinovac followed by BioNTech. And then we compare the safety and also the immunogenicity against those who have received two doses of BioNTech or two doses of Sinovac. And preliminary data basically show that the safety is uh, is, is, is basically uh, assured
0: Many people put on an extra layer today as temperatures fell below 20 degrees compared to about 28 degrees yesterday. It's the first major temperature drop since the summer and RTHK asked Hong Kongers what they thought of the sudden change. I feel it's actually good but because it's comfortable for me. So I like it so much. Actually, I always wear this jacket so I think it's not a big surprise for me.
1: It's not too cold, I feel. All all the time in Hong Kong, I think it's quite hot, right? So, uh, yeah, I feel... I feel quite happy. I do have some days. It's a little bit cold.
0: I, I think it's about time that the weather comes. The temperature is, yeah, it, it should be cold by now, usually, I think. The U.S. House of Representatives has approved a resolution which finds one of President Trump's allies in contempt of Congress for refusing to cooperate with an investigation into January's attack on Capitol Hill. Steve Bannon said his talks with Mr. Trump were covered by executive privilege. The committee investigating the attack says Mr. Bannon has evidence which they need. The vice chair, Republican Congresswoman Liz Cheney, explained her support for the resolution. I urge all Americans to watch what Mr. Bannon said on his podcast on January 5th and 6th. It is shocking and indefensible. He said all hell is going to break loose.
1: He said, quote, we are coming in right over
0: the target. This is the point of attack we have always wanted. Other Republicans have accused the Democrats of pursuing a partisan agenda to politicize the investigation. U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi thinks Democrats can meet a goal to reach an agreement on President Biden's social services and climate change package by the end of the week. In an abrupt change, the White House is floating new plans to pay for parts of Mr. Biden's two trillion U.S. dollar social services and climate change package, shelving a proposed big increase in corporate tax rates, though also adding a new billionaire's tax on the investment gains of the very richest Americans. We've always been on track for doing that. The House has been on schedule. We have a goal, we have a timetable, we have milestones, and we've met them all. And we're making great progress to our goal of securing a framework agreement for Build Back Better in a timely fashion. We're going to, it's going to be, although it's a smaller bill, it's still historic, transformational, and will make an enormous difference in the lives of America's working families. The World Health Organization says more than 100,000 health workers have died since the start of the coronavirus pandemic and that millions more are still unvaccinated. The head of the organization, Tedros Adhanom gabriezos called the situation an indictment of the countries and companies that control the global vaccine supply. He said members of the G20 group must meet their vaccine-sharing commitments immediately.
1: On average, two in five health and care workers globally are fully vaccinated. But of course, that average masks huge differences across regions and economic groupings. In Africa, less than one in ten health workers have been fully vaccinated. Meanwhile, in most high-income countries, more than 80% of health workers are fully vaccinated.
0: There has been sharp moves in the commodity markets overnight due to global supply chain disruptions and the energy crunch. The power crisis in mainland China has also hurt production of magnesium, a key ingredient for aluminium in vehicles. Prices of metals have also risen, with nickel hitting a seven-year high in London. Appearing on RTHK's Money Talk programme, David Roche, president and global strategist at Independent Strategy, was asked whether the rising cost of oil, coal and natural gas was now hitting all levels of the supply chain.
1: Yes, the increase in uh, gas prices, which is about four times from last year, plus, of course, rising coal prices everywhere from China to India, and I can go on. It all adds up in terms of fossil fuels as a percentage of uh, GDP, as an increase of 1% of uh, global GDP. So it's Mm. like thinking about a tax. Uh, It either goes on to inflation or it comes off output. Uh, And, of course, it feeds through into other things, whether they're going to produce the same amount of commodities, whether Mm. the things that use those commodities are going to use as many as they did, but when the WTO speaks about a, a container shortage, which is true, and uh, bunged up ports, which is true, the peak in that was actually in, in August mm. in China ports. So you're actually now seeing something of a lessening. And the reason you are is because China is producing less stuff to ship.
0: Mark Michelson, the chairman of Asia's CEO Forum, was asked whether his members were complaining about the impact that surging energy prices were having on supply chains.
1: Yeah, ab- absolutely. I mean, I'll just give you a quote from one of our discussions earlier this month. Issues, supply chain, supply chain, supply chain. For example, our business has been disrupted in Vietnam. Shifted some production back to China, and we pay more for any for everything, and there's not a lot of visibility. And that's that's the feeling. Of course, a lot of this has been impacted by energy. I want to add one other uh, one other material to that uh, to the shortage, and that's silicone. And silicone has apparently become a major area and, of course, it goes in electronics, goes into cosmetics, goes into automotive, goes into medicine and other areas. So it just adds to the problem.
0: A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 26,145. That's 124 points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at $71 billion. In currencies, the US dollar is trading at 114 yen. The euro stands at one US dollar and 16 cents, and the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 72 cents. To sports, and Chris Taylor smashed three home runs as the Los Angeles Dodgers saved their season with an 11-2 victory over the Atlanta Braves to stay alive in their National League championship series. The victory leaves the Braves 3-2 ahead in the best of seven series with the final two games taking place in Atlanta tomorrow and Sunday. The Houston Astros are also a win away from returning to the World Series. A pair of lopsided wins over the Boston Red Sox means the Astros, now up three games to two, can close out the best of sevens with a win at home. Here's our US sports commentator, Ray Jovanovic.
1: Yeah, back-to-back blowout wins in Fenway Park on the road. Houston, the best team in the American League on the road this season. They proved it once again. I mean, the the Houston Astros have got so much power. They're so potent up and down that lineup, and they proved it against the uh, uh, Red Sox in Games 4 and Games 5. Now they have two games at home uh, with with the lead that they have Uh, easily getting back to the World Series. Remember, they were there in 2017 when they claimed a championship and again in 2019, so this could be the third time in five years that the Astros get to
0: the World Series. Scotland's cricket captain Carl Kutzer says qualifying for the Super 12 at this year's T20 World Cup could be significant for the sport back home. Scotland reached the main draw of a major global cricket tournament for the first time last night after an impressive eight-wicket win over Oman.
1: For Cricket Scotland and back home, it is huge. You know, it's the opportunity to play in the biggest stage, uh, opportunity to uh, test ourselves against the best, uh, and grow the game back home. You know, people are watching. The, the following has been immense. We have been through thick and thin. A number of these players uh, were at the last T20 World Cup uh, and learned from our experiences there of just just missing out in the group stage. Uh, and guys have put in a lot of hard work over the last couple of years to keep developing their game. And uh, the coaching staff have obviously done a fantastic job. So look, the guys are in a great place playing some excellent cricket. And and as you can see, uh, a a pretty well uh, established outfit really in terms of with bat, ball and in the field.
0: Scotland finished top of their group and will go through to the Super 12 in the same group as New Zealand, India and Pakistan and Afghanistan. Bangladesh also progressed after beating Papua New Guinea by 84 runs. West Ham United have maintained their perfect start in football's Europa League. A 3-0 success over the Belgian side Genk at the London Stadium put the Hammers top of their group with three wins out of three. David Moyes' team have yet to concede in the competition. Serie A leaders Napoli were also 3-0 winners. They defeated Legia Warsaw. Monaco, Monaco beat PST 2-1 in Eindhoven. Rangers picked up their first points of the campaign with the 2-0 win over the Danish side Bronbu. In the Conference League, Tottenham lost 2-1 away to Dutch side Vitesse. Spurs are third in their group. Jose Mourinho's Roma were beaten 6-1 by Norwegian champions Buda Glimt. The former Roma coach Paolo Fonseca has emerged as the frontrunner to succeed Steve Bruce as the new manager of Newcastle. The ex-Bournemouth boss Eddie Howe and the former Borussia Dortmund manager Lucien Fava are also linked with the job. Bruce left Newcastle on Wednesday and despite saying warm words about his former club, he also highlighted the pressure and abuse he received from critics. Arsenal's Mikel Arteta has expressed his support for Bruce and he believes things went too far.
1: We cannot blame the fans, guys. Only say, no, it's the fans. No, it's not the fans. Football is in an industry that is that big, that has a, such a big impact in society, that everybody has an opinion. And it's great because it creates debate, it creates opinion, and it's great. But when you cross that line, I think it becomes really difficult because it's not a man. It's a man, It's a family, It's his loved ones. I think we have to reflect. I was really impressed with how he explained openly how he felt, and, uh, and I didn't like it, to be fair.
0: And now to the weather. It will be relatively cool, cloudy to overcast with one or two light rain patches. Moderate to fresh northerly winds, occasionally strong offshore. The outlook still relatively cool tomorrow. One or two light rain patches on Sunday morning, mainly fine with rising temperatures in the following couple of days. The temperature is 20 degrees and humidity at 73%. To end the news, the top stories once again. Cash-strapped property giant China Evergrande reportedly avoids default by making a crucial offshore US dollar interest payment. The Hollywood actor Alec Baldwin accidentally shoots dead the cinematographer and wounds the director on the set of his new movie, Rust. And Police Commissioner Raymond Seal pays tribute to officers who have died in the line of duty. The news from RTHK. Tell me you care lonely. Grave sweeping, wear a light colored long sleeved shirt and trousers and apply mosquito repellent. We go grave sweeping to pay tribute to our ancestors. Keeping the environment clean also shows respect to them. Prevent mosquito breeding. Don't leave rubbish behind. Food containers, plastic bags, empty cans, and buckets for burning offerings should be cleaned up.